Welcome to Tantra Talks, where we make fintech sexy. On each episode, topics will range from news and updates about fintech, Bitcoin, and other cryptocurrencies, to algorithmic trading, mining, consumer adoption, and on occasion, we will get cosmic and explore how Bitcoin is ushering in an entirely new financial paradigm. This podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs and hosted by Tantra CTO Russell LaCour and Creative Director Brecky Von Bitcoin. Please note, all opinions expressed by Brecky, Russell, or their guests on this podcast are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Tantra Labs, Inc. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Brecky, Russell, or their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of their opinions. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Do you want to earn interest on your Bitcoin? Tantra Labs has the highest performing return on debt in Bitcoin. To find out more about how we have delivered the highest return in the market, Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter, Medium, or the contact link available in the show notes. Now back to the show. Hey there, folks. Brecky Von Bitcoin here to introduce a really fun episode. I had the pleasure of getting Alex Edelman from Lolly on the pod. If you don't know about Lolly, it is one of my favorite ways to earn Bitcoin. Go to lolly.com, that's L-O-L-L-I.com, or use their browser extension. And when you do any online shopping at their more than 700, 900, I can't remember. I've stopped counting a while ago. But when you do any online shopping at any of their partners, you earn a percentage back in Bitcoin. I've used Lolly so many times for shopping and gifts and travel expenses, and I'm not going to tell you how much Bitcoin I've earned, but I am a very loyal Lolly user. And I think after this episode, you will be too. You know, we get into Alex's Bitcoin story and the experiences that led him to co-found Lolly. We talk a bit about what's in store for the future for Lolly and for Bitcoin. And finally, the real reason you all listen to this podcast, we play Bitcoin or shitcoin. You know, personally, I don't really like Bitcoin or shitcoin, but uh, the Tantra algorithms are telling me that the audience loves it. So we're going to keep playing it. All right, folks, enough of my blabbing. And why is that? Because it's time for Tantra Talks. All right, folks. Unfortunately, my co-host Russell is too deep into the code. He's coding right now, and uh, he won't be joining us. But that's fine, because I like the sound of my own voice. And I'm here in the studio with none other than Alex Edelman. You might know him as the CEO and co-founder of Lolly, along with Matt Center. Yes. But Matt's not here either. No, he's not. Busy coding uh, as well. He's busy coding? All right, good. We'll talk some shit. Talk some shit. What are you? Uh, what are you doing in LA? Why are you here? A lot of things. So uh, trying to get to LA more. Um, we are working with a few major celebrities out here. Um, we are. We have investors out here, uh, and then there's a lot of merchant partners that we're meeting with while we're out here um, that we're really excited to announce soon. So it's it's been a really productive trip, and then um, we're doing a lot of filming um, with different creators out here, and yeah, it's just like gearing up for a really exciting 2020, not just for Lolly, but also for Bitcoin as a whole. 
you're out here making videos and when you're working with creators and you don't call me, Alex, this is, uh, this is upsetting. It's all right though. It's we're, we're here to talk about, let's negotiate on the, on the spot. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll do that off, okay. the pod, off the podcast. Let's do it. Cool, man. So, um, for those who aren't listening, who aren't listening, man, I'm tired. It's the end of a freaking week here and I can't speak English. For those who don't know what Lolly is, uh, Lolly is one of my favorite ways to stack sats. Um, Alex can go into it a bit, but basically you go to their website, use their uh, browser extension, and anytime you're shopping online at most of the places you're probably already shopping at, uh, you can stack some sats. You can earn some Bitcoin. Um, but before we talk more about Lolly, I kind of wanted to hear your Bitcoin story. I know all the podcasts do this, but uh, I know you have an interesting one, and you also like come from a. I think I think you come from a part of the country that where you know it's not like a Bitcoin hub per se. So I'd love to hear how you got into Bitcoin, and then kind of how Lolly got started, and yeah, we can go from there. Cool. Thanks for asking. Uh, so yeah, born and raised in North Carolina, um, I got into just building uh, technology in general when I was about twelve. I uh, started building video games uh, because I was playing video games and I was like, oh, these are these are fun. Like <laughs> I would like to make my own. Uh, so um, did that for several years and uh, realized, I think, early on that, um, you know, it, selling video games for like a dollar a piece to my friends wasn't really sustainable, uh, at least when I was 12. But, you know, maybe that would have been bad for a 12 year old. That would have been the, the business. I mean, if you look full circle with like lightning games and all that stuff like that, it's a. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe I maybe should have gone that route at some point, but um, yeah, I started building video games, then I started building websites, then I started building backend platforms um, and started to move more onto like the, the business and product side uh, than on the engineering side. Uh, it's just like what, the, what I liked better. I loved, I loved the product. I love design. Um, I still, uh, you know, consider myself uh, a designer product person today, uh, even though a lot of my work now is on the business side. So I uh, did that throughout college uh, while studying economics and got really fascinated with this idea of microfinance. Mm -hmm. um, how do you, with, it, with sort of the, the age of the internet, the age of uh, you know, information and technology, how do we connect the entire world through commerce, through information? Um, and started studying like the Grameen Bank and everything that they were doing with distributing uh, cell phones to the poorest women in every village in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. And the story, yeah, it's a fascinating story. Um, it's still sort of ongoing. A lot of the, the studies around it, um, but basically they gave they gave a uh, poorest woman in every village in Bangladesh a cell phone. This is like early cell phones, mm -hmm. and what that did is it, it created this trickle up economics um, where the woman would would you know share that her her wealth her income and really this technology with everybody around her and may and sort of uh bring the bottom up and create a, a stronger middle class so got really interested in that and being like a kid of the internet you know developing games building you know on uh websites on the internet and and platforms um i was like you know why why can we not uh, use it for, you know, use the internet for everything that it was built to do. Why could we not move money freely? Why was I getting, you know, as a 16 year old, why couldn't I get approved by these banks to go move money around and get like, you know, this was before the days of like Stripe and mm -hmm. uh, early PayPal. And it was like so difficult to do anything to move money around. And it still is today. And and so I, I think at a young age, I saw the difficulties of fiat rails and how inefficient they are and how many middlemen you have. Uh, when you want to do anything on the internet. So, and you know, we, I mean, if you really want to get down in, in, into history of like, 
I mean, we credit cards were invented in 1950. Mm -hmm. Like the, they are still built on the same exact rails that they were built on. And then they were just sort of like plastered on top of the internet. And, and that's why they're so inefficient. So, so anyway, I got really interested in microfinance. I got really interested in using, um, you know, my, my experience with building um, products, building technology and creating persuasive technologies that hopefully change the world. Um, I, uh, kept thinking about this idea of giving people the ability to buy and sell anywhere. So I built this company um, when I was about 21, 22, uh, called Cosmic. And what Cosmic did is it created buy buttons everywhere. Mm -hmm. It said, if you're Target.com, you're really good at, at selling on Target.com, but uh, Target also wants to sell on Instagram. They also want to sell on Pinterest and all these other channels where everybody is. If you abstract that and you you know you go to the individual, your like mom and pop shop that wants to sell their products anywhere, it everybody wants to sell their products everywhere, and there wasn't a technology to do that. So we built a technology to do that. We had a lot of success in it, and that team is the same team that we have today, you know, full circle. So we built this company. We ended up getting acquired by a company called Pop Sugar to come and empower 1.2 billion in retail revenue mm -hmm. uh, at Shop Style. And then we uh, a year later, we got acquired by an even bigger company, which a lot more people know, which is Ebates, uh, the largest cashback company in the US. Um, Ebates came along and bought us, got to learn the cashback rewards model, and uh, was there for about a year till parting ways. And then um, after that, my, uh, my team and I, we, we kept looking at like, what do we want to build next? And us, you know, all being Bitcoiners, all us being like fascinated with this. Wait, this, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, sorry, I skipped you, ahead a little you bit. Skipped, yeah, now you're already a Bitcoiner? <laughs> Wait, how did that happen? Yeah, so about five years prior, so I was at a bar and, and I was crashing on couches in New York and I bumped into a guy named Ryan Shea. A lot of people know him. He, he built Blockstack, mm -hmm. uh, early Bitcoiner as well. And he, uh, he I, I, I randomly meet him at this bar and he had just gotten like the, the bug that we all get at, at some point where he was just like talking my ear off about this thing. And he was talking about like, like you can move money anywhere. Anyone can own this thing. And, and like all the benefits that we know today about it. And I was building this, this company that our mission was to democratize commerce. Mm -hmm. So I was like, everything that I want to do is native to a currency, native to Bitcoin. And, and so that piqued my interest. I was like, this thing's already built. Like everything I want to do is already built and native to a currency and everyone in the world can own it. This is incredible. This is going to change the world. So I like open up a Slack channel with my team, Bitcoin Slack channel. And, and over the, you know, the next several years of, of building the company, we would, we would like, uh, we would post articles, we would share thoughts on it. Um, we even went as far as to like, uh, we spent a few months of ac actually looking at incorporating it into the business model. Mm -hmm. And this was actually, this I think is super relevant. I don't know if I've shared this before. Um, we brought it to Target. We brought it to all these like major merchants. We were partnered with all these Fortune 500 merchants. So we brought it to all these merchants as a payment rail. Mm -hmm. And it was my first experience of seeing why Bitcoin as a payments technology, like this is like five or six years ago, why Bitcoin as a payments technology was not going to be the first thing that brought it to the masses. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, because they weren't in the enterprise, they didn't talk to retailers, they built it and they built it for the mom and pop shop. They built it so that anyone could accept money. But at the end of the day, people don't want to accept Bitcoin or pay with Bitcoin because of volatility. Mm -hmm. And and so treating it as a savings technology was very apparent early on because all of our merchants, they were they didn't want to buy it as a as a technology. We didn't build it and in, incorporate it into Cosmic intentionally. And and so it was sort of my first realization of like, OK, it's not ready yet. It's not ready for mass adoption yet. 
And it wasn't until I was at Ebates that I pitched Ebates on this idea. I got shut down, but I also was like, I don't know if they were really right about it. Like mm -hmm. cashback is like amazing. It's like everybody loves it. And if you could couple that with this idea of free money and give everybody in the world free money through cashback and give them the freest money that is Bitcoin, that is more powerful. So um, yeah, we like, you know, fast forward, like after we were at Ebates and we started to like look at all these problems in the space of like, we, we knew we wanted to build in the Bitcoin space. We, we knew uh, that, that like what our, our area of expertise is, we know cashback better than anybody. We know the reward space. I've, no, I've talked to every retailer in North America over the last eight years. I've made them a lot of money over the last eight years. And, and so I, I have their trust. So yeah, fast forward, like, you know, we, we got back, got the band back together and started building this thing. I went out got like the first 250 mer merchants basically off of a favor. Um, those merchants came on board because I had made them money in the past. And then we got the next 250 merchants because it was, we were getting, you know, uh, getting their competitors and we were saying, Hey, look, your competitors are on board. You don't want to get left behind, like join us. It's super easy to integrate and we're going to bring users. And then we launched with 500 merchants and now we're almost at a thousand merchants mm -hmm. today. And I think one, one of the things that like a lot of people don't talk about, about Lolly is it's not just consumer adoption. Mm -hmm. It's also merchant adoption, which is incredibly important for the full flywheel effect of, of the, uh, hyper, to get, to get to hyper Bitcoinization. So let's, let's dig into that just a little bit, if you don't mind. So in terms of like merchant adoption, are a lot of them kind of understanding that like, okay, we're, we're circumventing credit cards, like we're saving on fees, like what? what are the benefits to merchants when you're working with them and, and how do they kind of, what's like the process of going from a merchant who, you know, doesn't get it to one who does? Yeah. So the, the beautiful thing about Lolly is the merchant doesn't have to even know about Bitcoin. They don't have to like care about Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our, a lot of our merchants don't care about it until we start driving them sales. Mm -hmm. um, to be perfectly honest, like most of them don't, like they didn't even ask me, they didn't care about Bitcoin. They were like, oh, you're going to bring me customers. Great. Mm -hmm. So the, well, I think there's an important thing to think about with all businesses, even outside of, of Bitcoin, of like the incentives have to align and you have to understand what people are optimizing for. And what merchants are optimizing for, if we're being perfectly honest, is more sales. Most of them to this day don't care about Bitcoin. They care that people are shopping on their sites. We care about Bitcoin. We <laughs> care about distributing Bitcoin to the masses. Um, they're just happy to get new sales. And so if you can align incentives and, and drive more people earning more money, and like and show that this money is going to go up over time and it's a better money the merchants are going to love it because you're driving sales and the consumer is going to love it because it's better than any point system it's better than any like you know credit card points it's better than cash back and ultimately like we are literally three times better than ebates because bitcoin is 3x since we launched mm -hmm. so our users that made that decision to choose us over ebates have won I mean, they it's have amazing. three X amount you of buy, money. Exactly. You buy something and then the, the rebates that you got are. Yeah. Now to answer your question, fully answer your question, like about merchants now, because mm -hmm. there's a very different story then versus now. And I was just like chilling with the, uh, the Sam's club team, mm -hmm. um, a couple days ago. And, and like, they're, they're amazing. Like they, they love Lolly. Like those guys, they, they like knew about Bitcoin and they were like sort of like curious about Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Now they're like full fledged Bitcoiners. And so we've like infiltrated the beast and like, we've got all these merchants that are like, like I've sent them the Bitcoin standard. Mm -hmm. They like, we talk about Bitcoin on the side, on like side channels. Like we are playing this long game that in the next five years, we're going to be, we're going to have driven tens of probably actually hundreds of millions of dollars of sales to these merchants. 
And that's how you pique their interest. That's how you get them to accept Bitcoin. That's how you get them to accept this new form of currency. But it's not until they're incentivized, it's not until you answer what they're optimizing for that they're going to get there. Man, it, I think it just feels different now. There's something There's something in the air. I mean, you saw the CNBC clip the other day, right? So good. I was, like, I was couldn't. Like, Chest beating. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was watching, you know? It was like... This past year, I think when we saw the Senate hearings with Libra, then I couldn't I couldn't believe watching some of these senators talk about uh, Bitcoin. Like I was like, these guys are these and women. I think there was there was one female senator I saw. They were Bitcoiners. Like they didn't say they were Bitcoiners, but based off what they were saying, I was like they're Bitcoiners. And now it's like I don't know. I'm fastening my seatbelt. <sighs> it's <laughs> it's gonna be a fun one. All right, uh, the Lolly story is a wonderful one. It's gonna keep evolving. I'm excited. Uh, I want to know what's next. I want to know about the Lolly app and credit card and t-shirts. Most yes. importantly, t-shirts. Yeah, hoodies. hoodies. <laughs> I guess you don't need hoodies in, in LA. But no, we do. It gets cold in the winter. Okay. Yeah. Today's hot for some reason, but it's been it's been pretty freezing the last couple of days. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. Coming from New York, this is like this oh, yeah, is amazing. It's balmy. So, um, yeah. So what's next? Um, so we, we're working really hard on the mobile app. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a sneak preview. Um, and whoa, wow. Y'all can't see this, but it's really good. No, really <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we've got the mobile app coming up. Um, we're, we're lining up partners for it left and right. Uh, that's part of why I'm out here is like getting our launch partners mm-hmm. in place. Are we going to be able to shop within the app or he's nodding ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to, be... I can feel the lawyers somewhere saying not to not say anything yet, but, uh, it, uh, it, it's going to be cool. Um, I think the the start of it's going to be very simple and then you're going to see how it evolves over time. Mm-hmm. The uh, what we have to keep in mind is like, w- unlike other uh, Satsback apps, we actually work directly with these merchants. Mm-hmm. And this is I'm not, not, not knocking anybody. I, I everybody building the Bitcoin space. I am all for everybody. Everyone just has a different way of doing it. Well, actually, now that you say that, I have something on my list here that we should talk about. Well, I wasn't sure if we should talk about it. I, I have it written down as should we shit on pay? And I don't know if you're allowed to or you want to get into this, but man, those guys. <laughs> they bothered me the other day to no end. I I, I have a, a practice. I, I I play the long game always, and it's like <laughs> in, until you you never know who you're going to go into business. Yeah, with. I mean, it's like look, I I I think to this to to date, we've never said anything bad about any company in the space. Like I I think it's all it's one of those things where it's like the uh, tide rises all you know mm-hmm. rises all ships. Um, we it's not a zero sum game. There's there's plenty to go around. Like we're doing great. I'm sure other people are doing great. Like there, there can be many sats back apps mm-hmm. and we've seen a lot of copycats and like, that's great. I'm not mad at them. Mm-hmm. Like I want people to innovate. I want people to like put pressure on us and push us forward and all that stuff. I think the, the pay thing was like to like be aggressive and to like call us out and like for no reason, it was like, okay, if, if we did something wrong, like call us out all day. I want to be held accountable. Like I'm, yeah, they I'm, were trying like a. Well, we we know who they hired to do their thing, and then, you know, let's not get into that. Yeah. Anyway, I've stopped using. Do your own anyway. research is 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 my best thing. It was like find out who's behind these companies, find out their true intent, find out what they're optimizing for, and and yeah, find your own answers. Um, like as long as people are like spreading Bitcoin, like do your thing, great. But like, there's just no need for talking shit. Like you know, just be good and like spread the message that Bitcoin is. It's like Bitcoin's for everybody. It's for accessibility. It's for empowerment. Like shitting on people isn't going to be the best way to like make no. that. If you're going to be tribal, then yeah, shit on the altcoins. Not kidding. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Unless you 
yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. This um I think I brought this up on the pod a few times, but like there was this one time I was on Twitter and I posted some some artwork I'd made or something, and some guy comes out of the woodwork and just starts shitting on it. And I'm just like, man, what are you what are you doing? Like one, like I looked at his artwork and it was it was god awful. But but uh, you know, we're at a point in Bitcoin where we're literally creating market share out of nowhere. You know, like we're not at the when this isn't hyper Bitcoinization where we're fighting over sats. Like there are plenty of sats to go around at this point. So you for know, now, for yeah. now, for now, that's right. Get folks. in now, stack those sats. <laughs> so anyway, all right, the Lolly app is going to be cool. Lolly card? No Lolly card. Lolly card eventually. Lolly card um, eventually. Yeah, I, I, you need. Um, I actually, you know, we've we've been talking about the Lolly card for a year and a half now since we launched, and mm-hmm. and I, um, it's one of those things. It's like we we can launch a card there's a way to launch a card successfully and there's a way to lo- like not launch it su- successfully and mm-hmm. when you launch a card you need a lot of users you yeah. need a, a lot of money you need a lot of distribution and we're building a real company here and if we go launch a card too early and we haven't we don't have the financial backing if we don't have the users and we fail then then every part of us fails like and so we're we're i think we're building the company the right way this is our you know second time around uh, building a sec- uh, successful company, especially in the payment space. And, and I also think that it's not like, is, is a, is a Bitcoin backed credit card really the thing that's going to drive adoption forward? I don't necessarily think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's like down the funnel stuff. The most important things right now are up funnel. It's like, you have to get people that were cash back that were, um, like that, that were, uh, you know, on, on some other app and you have to get them into the funnel to just earn Bitcoin in the simplest way. Getting somebody to change their behavior and building a card is not really, that doesn't really solve the problem. You give Bitcoiners more money and that's clear, like, you know, we give 7% back on average, like that's important to us and we're always negotiating rates. But a credit card doesn't bring new people into Bitcoin. Mm. And so I think that there's like this, this thing that um, a lot of people in the space fail to realize, which is like, I, it's not just about building Bitcoin for Bitcoiners, Mm -hmm. like Bitcoin for Bitcoiners and Bitcoin products for Bitcoiners. You're going to make a lot of people, like a lot of people that already have a lot of money and will have a lot of Bitcoin even richer. And that's great. But like, you need to build applications that are going to bring Bitcoin to the next billion people. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, I think we sort of differ in, in, in opinion in some cases. It's like, we are a custodial wallet. We do have to do some like, you know, uh, you're saying we, we differ on opinions. No, no, not we. No, oh, I'm saying oh, our, oh. our some of our critics. Oh, I no, see. no, no. You, no, you, you and I have always been on the same. I yeah. think on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like sort of like um, some of our critics mm. that are like unhappy with like our KYC light or things like that. It's mm. like you, you. We have to do things that are both legal and that also let the masses come into Bitcoin. Like, um, and that's our that's our area of focus. We mm. want to bring the next billion people into Bitcoin, and I don't think a true Bitcoin back credit card in the way that a lot of people think about it is the right next product. The next product is the mobile app uh, and then down the line uh, offering a card. And and we've set the groundwork for the card. We're working with all the right partners on the card. Um, I feel really good about it um, when we're ready, but we're not ready to pull the trigger on it yet. Fair. Um, I wanted to ask about the Lolly users. Yeah. Um, and hmm, how do I phrase this? Because I know people like take issue with like privacy on no matter who you are in Bitcoin. Yeah. But like, so in terms of the Lolly users, like I'd love to know, like, is it mostly Bitcoiners or like, are you seeing people who are 
Like, is there a way for you guys to track um, and know if you're bringing in like pre-coiners and converting people? Because um, I feel like, like you know, like what we're just talking about, like that's super important. And like, maybe if you could go into a little bit about what Lolly is doing to kind of, I don't know, increase that, increase uh, non-Bitcoiner usage of Lolly. Great question. And we actually have some new data on that. So mm -hmm. I'm happy to share it yeah, on the show. Cool. So um, basically when we first launched, it was just, it was all Bitcoiners and they were coming in and they were like, this is really cool. I can stack more stats. I can earn more Bitcoin. Um, and then, but what we found is, is that we created what we think is the easiest way for people, for Bitcoiners to share Bitcoin with other people mm -hmm. and not give financial advice. So the only way to share Bitcoin with your friends and family before Lolly was to tell people to buy it. Mm -hmm. And that is le legitimately financial advice. And financial advice, when you give it to people, whether it's a stonk, whether it's a, a Bitcoin, whether whatever it is, is very risky. If that goes up, if that goes down, like you've either won their trust or lost mm -hmm. their trust. And you're not, you're typically not going back to them and telling them when to sell it. And if we're being perfectly honest, we do, we still, not even the best traders in the world, know truly if Bitcoin's going up or down and, or why it's going up and down. There's not enough data, there's not enough signals. So Bitcoin is like a, was, a, I think, a very difficult thing to share with people. Unless you're bringing people on for like speculation, it's like tough to teach people about the principles of Bitcoin with, when most, most people are happy with their banks. We built Lolly to make it easier for Bitcoiners to share Bitcoin with people. And that's what we've been trying to prove out over time. And we're really happy with the results because like what we can tell, and we don't collect hardly any data on demographic data. We don't know your gender. We mm -hmm. don't know your age. But when we do surveys and when we when we talk to our users, qualitative and some quantitative of just like at this point, we've been around for a year and a half. So we have a lot of customer support requests. We have a lot of, um, you know, generalized like Google analytic data about like, you know, what people are willing to share with us. So I, I think that one of the things we've learned is about 40 to 50 percent, somewhere in that range, are brand new to Bitcoin, have never had it before. Mm -hmm. Um 70% of our users are male, 30% are female, which is also an interesting statistic because uh, the last credible um, data source that I saw showed that 4% of, of crypto users are female. Mm -hmm. And and so if we are 5 to 6x um, that number, that shows that we're bringing new people into Bitcoin and we're giving them more use cases and different use, use cases for the same cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. So that's uh, th that's some of the stats uh, I can share. And then the other, the other piece is that we're giving Bitcoin to people that are not hardcore Bitcoiners, uh, in addition to hardcore Bitcoiners. But uh, the, the new stat that we just pulled is more than 99% of our users have uh, do not transfer their Bitcoin out. And I think the stat, like, like what we know about that, like if, if 1% of, less than 1% of people are transferring their Bitcoin out, like true hardcore Bitcoiners, they, like not your keys, not your coin, and they're transferring it out. And mm -hmm. we're like, that's, we're really excited for them. Like we want them to do it. Eventually we want all of our users to have their, you know, private keys and everything. Why we're hesitant to, you know, teach people about that now is mm -hmm. it scares people. People lose their keys. We trust ourselves to hold your hundred dollars in Bitcoin and like, you know, we can back that up. Mm -hmm. So like where I think that like that shows that we're bringing new people into Bitcoin and then it's our job to teach people about that import importance of it and, and teach people about private keys teach people about cold storage, all that good stuff in the future. But we're playing the long game. It's super early days. And the way to teach people about Bitcoin right now is to teach them like, look, orange coin goes up, <laughs> hold the, you know, hold your, you know, hold your Bitcoin and and see it go up over time. And that's, that's the focus. It's going to be really interesting to see because 
you know, part of the whole Bitcoiner ethos is like, you know, self-sovereignty and, you know, truly going down the rabbit hole yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this sort of hyper Bitcoinized future is, I think it's inevitable. I'm a, you know, the resident maximalist in this office, but um, it, it, it'll be very interesting to look at your users, I think, and see what ends up happening further down the road. You know, like, do they hold on to it? Do they, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, I'm curious to see what happens. I think that there's a, there's some interesting, uh, more like macro trends at play that I think will be very pervasive. I think like stable coins. I'm a, I'm a big believer. I mm -hmm. mean, you, you guys know I'm I'm uh, as much of a, a maximalist as, as I think it comes. But it's like uh, there. I, I also I I feel like I'm a very rational person mm -hmm. and people I think want to use them they're going to use them people want to spend and i know tokens like yeah. i know that the merchants they want the thing like going back to like my earlier point about what are people optimizing for merchants are not going to accept bitcoin like major merchants they have no reason to absolutely no reason to it's it's like difficult on their balance sheet it's like from an accounting perspective it's a nightmare mm -hmm. and and so like Unless you're building a pure digital business or a content business that that you're accepting international payments and it's too difficult for your international audience to pay you, like most merchants that you you know swipe your card up are have no incentive to, to accept Bitcoin and most users uh, have no incentive to spend it because you know it's orange coin go up. Mm -hmm. So where I think like we're actually going to see the the um, I actually think it's probably like a fifteen to twenty year. Uh, road to hyper Bitcoinization mm -hmm. and the road. That's pretty uh, um, optimistic, though. I mean, I'm with you, but uh, all right, let's hear it. It could be longer. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that's optimistic. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but like that's what we're working towards. And, and like I, you know, I had a tweet the other day. is like all roads lead to Bitcoin. Like it's you can believe in like something else, knowing that it gets you to Bitcoin. Like when Libra came out, I was like, this is the best thing for Bitcoin mm -hmm. that has happened over the last five years because it takes one of the biggest companies in the world. And it it validates some form of of blockchain, and it creates a a segue into Bitcoin. If peop, if if we if if like you know Facebook can distribute Libra to a billion people, those billion people are going to start to question stablecoins. They're start to, they're going to question money. They never questioned money before. Mm -hmm. They're like, I pay with cash. I pay with credit card. That's great. What is this new money? And 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 why does how does it work? And once you see this new money and how it works and you start to question what is Libra, then you're like, wait a second, there, it's flawed. Why is why is this sort of, why is a stable coin pegged to this other money? And it sort of, it, it's almost like a joke. Like it, it creates a parody of money. It's saying this stable coin is pegged to this currency that we say it has value and we say is backed by something, but like why? Mm -hmm. And then you start to, then you start to teach yourself about Bitcoin and you start to, there, there becomes a reason why for Bitcoin. Um, and it's a direct like path into Bitcoin. So I, I'm a big believer that that a stable coin and, and many stable coins will be good for Bitcoin. I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's this is like purely anecdotal, but I, I like to always mention that like there's a reason why you tend to see people start off in the blockchain space or the altcoin space or the stablecoin space and then make their way to Bitcoin and not the other way around. Like I've never, rarely, maybe, I don't even, I can't even come up with an example of when I've met someone who's like, oh yeah, I was a Bitcoiner. Uh, with the exception of like the crazy Bcashers and BSVers, with, the, with those exceptions, like it's never like, oh yeah, I was a hardcore Bitcoiner, but now I'm a, I'm a Libra maximalist. Like, no, that, that doesn't happen. Like people, once they learn about freedom, they tend towards it. Yeah. And show me a more decentralized currency. Show me a, you know, a, a, a more secure digital asset that like 
anyone in the world can use. Like, I don't doesn't see exist. one. Doesn't yeah. exist. And now a word from our sponsors. This is Bitcoin Alert. Is everything okay? Hello. Yes, it's an emergency. M my government is printing more and more money. Inflation is rising by more than 2% each year. And oh my God, I think we're going to see negative interest rates soon. If the value of the dollar falls, I, I don't think it'll be able to get back up. Don't worry, ma'am. Everything is going to be all right. To protect yourself with Bitcoin Alert, simply set a reminder in your calendar to buy a little bit of Bitcoin once a week, or even once a month, and only what you can afford to lose. Dollar cost average your way into peace of mind. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about lightning. Yeah, because uh, you know, I, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna throw shade on on anyone or say who's better, but you know, I use Lolly and Fold equally, and uh, you guys haven't really incorporated lightning yet. Is that coming? Is that on the radar? It doesn't really make sense just the way your, your business is really built right now, basically, I, I assume. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it goes back to like our, our core audience, our core user uh, typically like doesn't have a lot of Bitcoin. They, they definitely don't want to spend Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. um, Fold is going after a very different audience, yeah. I think. And um, they also don't work with the merchants. So mm -hmm. um, the it's difficult, I think. Um, I mean, I've, I've studied that space. We when, like two years ago, we looked at building a gift card like mm -hmm. uh, network like they're doing. And after looking at all the businesses in the space, like those businesses are just like not good businesses mm -hmm. and they set their own rates. They say like they could go tell you that you're going to get 10% back to go juice the rate, get people really excited. But that actually doesn't drive adoption forward because the merchant has no fucking clue mm -hmm. that yeah. there's that they're getting money. There's no attribution cycle. So like you're you're basically you're raising all the, as a company you're raising all this money you're giving you know distributing all this bitcoin to people but it's not actually based on attribution and thus it's not a sustainable model mm -hmm. so i think that there's like i'm again all for anyone building for bitcoin adoption but does it does it take vc dollars and share it with the like bitcoiners which is great like you have you literally have bitcoin in your wallet mm -hmm. like in your in your wallet that is real bitcoin uh, that's awesome. I'm more interested in building a, a multi-billion dollar company that distributes Bitcoin to people because I know I can distribute more Bitcoin to people. The the more real of a company it is, the more real of a business model we mm -hmm. have. Um, so I just, I've never seen a company in the gift card, that gift card space um, to do a rewards gift card scheme that has built a massive company. And so maybe, the, maybe they'll be the first, but uh, Ebates is a, $6 billion company. Honey is a uh, $4 billion company. Um, we want to build something towards that that has more scalability um, as a business side because we believe in the long term we can distribute more Bitcoin. So I think that they're doing a lot of good for Lightning. They're doing a mm -hmm. lot of good for people that want to spend their Bitcoin um, and nothing against any anything that they're doing. And honestly, like, I mean, the, I feel like they're like they've been great. Like there's no hard feelings. There's no, nothing. Well, that's like, what I love. It's kind of like yeah. it's it's different uses. Like I use I use Lolly for one thing. I use Fold for another. Like they they complement each other, which is nice. I think a lot of com I don't know. It's nice to see that in the Bitcoin space that they're like we were talking earlier about how um, you know we're still so early that there's room for everything. You know, there's a lot of complementary services in Bitcoin, and you know I don't know. It's nice to see, and I think we're just going to keep seeing more of that at least for the the near term. Totally. I, where my biases come come into play is if you like, I 
I think that if you were to choose something for mass Bitcoin adoption, you would choose Lolly over Overfold. Um, and the reason for that is because it solves two things. It's like the more merchant adoption we have, mm -hmm. the closer to Bitcoin adoption we have, like mass Bitcoin adoption we have. Um, and and so like oh man yeah, Dan, Dan I want to see you debate Dan Held on this this stuff <laughs> yeah I would love to no wait, wait, what would he what would you think he say well it's funny because like I think this is going to be a big kind of contentious thing soon there's like Dan is all about like store of value and I know you are too mm -hmm. but like from what I understand I don't want to put words in his mouth like I don't think he gives a shit about merchant adoption like not at all like to him that's just like such a low like low thing on the i can't you can't use the on the totem pole anymore that's not politically correct oh, yeah. that's a whatever it doesn't matter it's just not it's a non a non-start not a non-starter what's the word i'm like so brain dead today it doesn't matter to him basically and i think people like yourself strongly disagree i do too i yeah. mean like i'm going crazy right now looking at all the updates from jack maulers like i think like we're gonna see such usage of bitcoin in the the areas of commerce that like you, people haven't, they don't understand because we don't know what it's going to look like yet, but we're soon we're going to see exactly like, okay, you can use Bitcoin. You don't even have to know you're using Bitcoin, but it's getting used. And so, yes, yeah, store value, very important. That's like the main use case, I think, um, or that's a whole other debate, but I don't know. Like, it, it, I just think it's going to be an interesting thing. It's like an argument that doesn't really matter. It's like, who's right in this? It doesn't matter. Like, no. <laughs> if store of value or commerce, it doesn't matter. Bitcoin's still going to win. Yeah. It's just going to be an interesting kind of debate along the way, you know? Yeah, it, it's, uh, I, th I think merchant adoption is very important um, because you, you kind of, the way that I look at consumer behavior mm -hmm. um, is like, I mean, in, in our particular case is like, when you take out your credit card, what are you spending on? You're buying things at merchants. That is a point of commerce. Mm -hmm. Every single day, I take out my credit card and I buy shit. If we can create a ritual of every time I swipe my card, I'm thinking about Bitcoin because I'm getting it. If every single time we're like, you have this ritual of like making Bitcoin a part of your everyday life. Like we just, I mean, I use Venmo maybe twice a month. Mm -hmm. I use... Like I transfer money to friends in like small quantities for dinner, splitting stuff, whatever. It's not a part of everyday life. Buying stuff and earning is a part of everyday life. So I think that merchants are really a key part of that. And I think that rewards are a key part of that because you can attach it to everyday life. So it's, that's, that's my philosophy on like the, of where adoption really starts picking up because it, it, it really comes down to, I mean, it's every product has that fits that sort of category of rituals. If you can attach your brand, your product to a ritual, it's like game over. Like that's how you teach people. And the, and the brand around Bitcoin, like, like sorry, the activity around Bitcoin is mm -hmm. so important. So like right now, um, like I would say that we've created the most active Bitcoin wallet in the world and that's important. And we've done that only because of merchant adoption. Mm -hmm. Like merchants have to adopt Lolly and, or, and Bitcoin in order for people to use uh, Lolly every day, every week, every month. Um, and if we, it, it, like if you look at like sort of second place of like a Coinbase is probably like the second most active experience or maybe like Cash App or something, mm -hmm. like most people buy, like they'll buy Bitcoin and then they'll just hold it. And mm -hmm. that's a good thing. And it's a store of value. 
They might buy it once every three months. Mm -hmm. They might buy it once every six months. They might buy it once in their lifetime and be like, I bought Bitcoin. Like my friend was talking about it. I have Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. They're 99.8% of people, maybe 9% of people are not investors, are not like day traders. They're not like, they're not buying and selling Bitcoin and they're looking at like candlesticks and, and you know, TA charts and stuff like that. Like they, they're just like, they're just not, they're not investors. So you have to make it part of everyday life. And the only way to do that is merchant adoption, in my opinion. I love it. Can, uh, I want to play Bitcoin or shitcoin, but before we do that, can you kind of walk us through like the, like the actual flow of how Lolly actually works? So I'm a customer and I go on, well, Start with maybe like the, the, on the, the user end, but then like you say that like the merchants, you have to onboard them with Bitcoin. So like, what does that translate to? Like I go to the website, I go to Lolly, and then I make a purchase, but then like, what are the next steps where Bitcoin actually, uh, where the merchant actually interacts with it? Yeah. And actually we should bring up lightning too. Uh, cause I don't feel like I fully answered your question with that as well eventually. So, um, yeah, what, what we, uh, sort of the flow of, of, um, user flow. So as a user, I go to Lolly, I download the extension, and I can either shop directly from Lolly.com, mm -hmm. or I can, you know, have the surprise and delight that you know the little Lolly, uh, you know, extension pops up and it says, "Hey, do you want to earn five percent back at this merchant?" I gotta say, I turned my extension off because Matt Odell scared me about all the extensions out there. I know you. I haven't heard anything bad about yours, but uh, yeah, I can't use extensions anymore. Yeah, I know. I know that. I know that Matt doesn't use the extension, but I mean, he doesn't I, even like use any extensions. He just like, uh, yeah, it's all different. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I know what works. I, I use the extension. Yeah. I like, you know, my mom uses the extension, my sister, I wouldn't put them in jeopardy. Like uh, my girlfriend uses the extension. Like I, I just went in one day and I like saw that I had like 50 extensions and I didn't remember installing any of them. And I just mm -hmm. blanket was like, all right, I'm getting rid of all this shit. Yeah. Our, our users that use the extension earn way more, which is why I want people. Oh, because it reminds you all the yeah, time? Yeah. You, you like, know. Uh, a user the other day was like, it's like this magic elf that pops up. It's like a fairy that just like reminds you mm -hmm. that, hey, like Lolly partnered with this merchant. Like, why not stack like 5% back? Why not stack 30% back? Whatever it is. Um, I mean, like, for instance, like a lot of people don't know that we uh, are partnering with like tax companies and mm -hmm. like, like, like tax services. Hear that folks? Tax season's coming up. Yeah. Well, who are you like, part? Tur TurboTax? TurboTax, yeah. So like cool. go to TurboTax, Lolly pops up and then you, you activate it and then like, bango you know got your bitcoin mm -hmm. so I, I i feel like we there's because we have so many merchants it's tough to every time you whip out your credit card to think about it and like to do it pro like proactively and start at lolly unless you're like a super active user because a lot of our super active users mm -hmm. when they go deeper down the rabbit hole and like lolly land they like go to lolly.com they like scour our all of our merchants mm -hmm. they like find the ones that have the best back they like reach out to support and say hey i'm looking for a mattress like can you tell me the best one? We, we wrote a blog post mm -hmm. that has the best mattresses, like uh, with the most back. So um, I don't like say I, li I like the emails. I don't usually like spam emails from from anybody, but uh, the reminder emails from Lolly are good. Our team does a good yeah. job because I actually like I don't want people to go spend money. Like I actually I know this is sounds contrary to our business model, but like buy the stuff you need. Mm -hmm. Like if you if you need a mattress, you might as well use Lolly. If you need to travel, you might as well use Lolly. Like. I, I actually, I mean, that's the tone of the, all the emails and like mm -hmm. internal, the way we communicate internally, like it's not about spending on shit you don't need. Like, honestly, like most of our users should just probably go buy Bitcoin. Like mm -hmm. I won't say that I don't give financial advice, but like, we've got a great disclaimer <laughs> on this pod that I, that I ripped from uh, palms podcast. So you can say whatever you want. Don't worry. Okay. Nice. <laughs> 
Um, so I, I mean, to this day, I've, t I've never told anyone to buy Bitcoin. And I, I know that's somewhat controversial, but like, mm -hmm. I just don't believe, I think people should do their own research and then find themselves if they should mm -hmm. buy Bitcoin. I mean, it's all about yeah. incentives. And like, mm -hmm. that's why I love companies like yours, because like you've said, like getting people to change their, their, the way their activities is, is very difficult, mm -hmm. you know, but the right incentives, like I think we're going to see a lot of, a lot of updates in like the video game world that are going to incentivize people. Like, I'm just like, it's like that phrase from that economist that always floats around. That's like, you got to like change the money without the government knowing, but like you also have to change the way people interact with, with money without them knowing. Um, it's like a Trojan horse yeah. and, but it's a Trojan horse that means well. So there's an, there's an early lolly tweet about the, uh, about the Trojan horse. Mm. Uh, I'll have to pull it back up, do it, do like a retweet or something. But yeah, it's about like, we're issuing, like we're, we're, we're ushering in this like revolution, this revolutionary money through this like lollipop. It's like, you know, it comes in, it, you get your rewards. And meanwhile, we're like converting you over to a Bitcoiner. It's funny because like you were just talking about like changing people's behavior and getting them to internalize it and make it a ritual. Um, but it is so hard. It's like I get most upset, I think, not when like Bitcoin drops or um, when, it, when whatever. I get most upset when I realize that I haven't, I didn't use Lolly on something that I could have used Lolly on. Yeah, that feeling. You know, <laughs> so it's tough even as a Bitcoiner, like who, and believe me, I think about like people like us, I'm sure we think about Bitcoin, you know, every 15 minutes or something, something about Bitcoin pops into our head, but like remembering that you could stack sats at a, at a certain time and place is, is it's not the easiest thing. No, you know? it's a lifestyle. Stacking it's, sats is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Um, going back to your question about lightning, we mm. just hired um, uh, Federico Olfo. Uh, he's the, uh, he leads the lightning meetup in New York, incredible oh, cool. full stack engineer. Mm -hmm. uh, he just joined the team. So he's bringing a lot of, a lot of like that lightning, uh, lightning force to to the organization, and we're really happy to have him. Um, Are and, you thinking about like uh, lightning withdrawals or? Yeah, cool. That's what I think where it would exist. I, I don't think uh, at any point in the future we're going to have a near future. Um, you're going to be able to like pay with. I don't. I don't want people to pay with lightning. Mm. I don't want people to spend their Bitcoin. Um, yet I just don't think that that's a great experience. So uh, lightning withdrawals is probably the mm -hmm. our first lightning product uh, that we will offer. Um, but I kind of, I, I, I have some fun, uh, fun ways of like distributing it that I'm pretty excited about. I'm excited. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I, if, if you guys can eventually, like if I can spend Bitcoin, like using strike, for example, and like, there's no taxable event and I'm not actually spending for my stack, I would like to do that eventually. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, Jack Mahler's is one of the smartest product people in the space. I'm like really excited for the stuff he's doing. Um, Still, it's fascinating. It's a little ways out. I'm I'm, I'm hopefully going to be beta, te beta testing Strike soon, so I'm really excited about that. That's but, awesome. Uh, I would love to get that that beta invite. I do th think conceptually, um, going back to what I was saying with like the mm. digital products, like if you can, if you ha if you run like a, a podcast or if you're if you're a vlogger and you can accept, um, you know, money from anywhere, like that's an extremely powerful um, use case. It's very different from Lolly, but it's really powerful, and I. I really like, he, he talks about like, you know, he's talking with lawyers. He's, you know, he's very adamant that he's doing the things right. Um, I don't, I like, you know, maybe it's just, I don't know how it's done legally, but it's like one of those things where it feels like a money transmitter, but it's not a money transmitter. And, and so, yeah, I would just, it might be, be. He, he may have just like gone through all the hoops that he needed to. I know you can use it everywhere. And I don't think he got his New York license. Uh, he, I think, feel like that would have been taken way longer. Yeah. Can you, you'll be able to use it any, anywhere. Interesting. I thought hypothetically, maybe, um, or maybe for the. Hmm. 
I, I don't know. We haven't seen it yet, but yeah. uh, my my initial reaction was like putting on my lawyer cap and being like, "Oh God, I I do not want this guy to go to jail," and I hope he's like you know crossing his T's and dotting his eyes because uh, I think he's going to build some really important things for the space. I just really I heard a few podcasts from him. I've never actually met him, mm -hmm. but um, I think he talks about product in the most intelligent way that I've seen. Uh, probably like the Square Crypto team, super smart with product. And then him and then a few other people in the space. But I, I've been very impressed the way he's thinking about the space. Me as well. And uh, I'm sure we'll see a lot more from him. I'm excited. All right, sir. It might be about that time that we uh, we play our, our lovely game that we, we sometimes play here. It's called Bitcoin or Shitcoin. <laughs> um, the general idea... Wait, hold on. I got to give our editor some time. It's called Bitcoin, Bitcoin or Shitcoin. Bitcoin. Savannah, you know what to do. <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> she, I, I make a joke about this on every pod, but she hates us because we, uh, we always say, you know, take this out, remove this, and then we never remove anything anyway. Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin or shitcoin, the basic premise is I'm going to read a list of things and you're going to tell me if it fits into like the ethos of Bitcoin or that of shitcoin. So like, you know, grass-fed prime rib, Bitcoin, uh, Facebook, uh, shitcoin, that kind of deal. Now, what I usually do is find a list of kind of random things or, you know, I'll just look around the room and pick something stupid. What I did, I don't even, I don't know if you'll, you'll be okay with this, is I went to the Lolly website and nice. I chose the top merchants. So we're going to go through like the first 10 and you can tell me if they're, if they're in the, the Bitcoin side of things. They're all Bitcoin to some extent because they're on Lolly and they're helping people stack sats. But like their products, are they like are they Bitcoin products or are they shitcoin products? Are you cool? Uh, you cool with this or is this? Yeah, uh, I mean, I just I don't want to shit on any of our merchants. I mean, these are <laughs> this is like we need them. So I want to I want to give honest answers though. So well, you know what you could yeah. do is you could like you know a lot of these merchants sell a lot of different things. So maybe you could uh, expand on the answers and and, and quantify qualify them a little bit. Okay, I like this. All right. So first, first up on the list, and this is uh, you know a good way for our listeners to learn about where, where you can uh, shop with Lolly. I don't want to be too shilly, but all right, we got we got Harry's. Love Harry's. I think they they are twenty seven percent back to. Like, yes, they are. All right, cool. Uh, oh, yeah. why don't we just play that game? You can just. Uh, oh no, I I don't know if I could guess everyone. Um, <laughs> all right, because well, I also yeah yeah. We'll include that. We'll include it. All right, so the, you got that right. Twenty seven percent back on on Bitcoin, which is crazy, and I should probably go shop there. Are they Bitcoin or shitcoin though? Bitcoin. I mean, they they are a uh, just the ethos of the Harry's company, like. Mm -hmm. They they looked at the razor space and they said it was broken and they went in and they they created their entire vertical stack. They like reinvented the razor and they made it cheaper for the consumer and they like seemingly broke up a lot of the um, the razor companies. Now recently they've been talking with Schick, uh, whoever owns Schick, Procter and Gamble, mm. whoever that was, and the acquisition went uh, fell through. Um, and so part of me is like. They built this great thing, very Bitcoin, you know, like rebuild, you know, this this archaic system, make it better for everybody, make great razors for everybody. I, I personally use Harry's every, like, you know, every every time I shave. Um, and but like if they go sell and and to like the you know the beast, like I don't know. So as long as they're independent, I'm, I'm <laughs> for it, and uh, I love their products. And 27% back in Bitcoin is like kind of no brainer That's for much. all all new users. I gotta go sign up. I used to go with the beard. Now I started shaving again. So 
Time to use some lolly. All right. Oh, man, these are all Bitcoin. Udemy. Udemy. Udemy? Udemy. Udemy. Yeah. Udemy is, is very Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, Safadine's course is on there. I strongly encourage you guys to check it out. But I will say we're we're up to something with with them. And so I'll, I'll be announcing something soon. Um, but Udemy is a awesome partner of ours. Uh, they, I mean, they believe in what we believe. It's like democratization of information and education. Like you can go get $10 courses on there. If I want to go learn something, I like hop on Udemy. I like taking Safadine's courses. Like I uh, I think it, our percent back is 13 and a half percent. You got it right. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm not looking at it. By the way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I love Udemy. Big fan. Very big fan. End user. All right, journalists, you heard that. Go to Udemy, learn to code, earn <laughs> yeah. up to 13.5% back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what other good ones? We got so many on here. I don't want to go too crazy. Uh, man, 5% back, 5% back. Now let's go with the higher ones. 9% uh, back. 10.5% nah. back. Can you guess which one that is? We got, we got a few that are 10.5% back. Uh, Groupon. Oh, nice. I just met with them. Yeah, I don't like these teases. Okay, I want exclusives. I want I'll breaking you, news. I, I want to know some exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, uh, we had a great meeting with Groupon. We're we're going to expand the partnership. So um, I think that they're going to be one of our Canadian launch partners. Mm -hmm. uh, from the looks of it. Oh, nice. When I didn't know you guys are launching Canada. Yeah, they, we're we're launching Canada this year, and I know we get a lot of like, win Europe, win Canada, win Australia. Uh, Canada is the most similar market. It's going to be probably the next market. Uh, and then we're going to open up from there and like, just you tell us where you want to bring us and we'll go there. Um, a lot of it, because we work directly with the merchants, uh, people are like, well, Bitcoin's international. It's like global from day one. It's like Bitcoin doesn't have merchants on board. We yeah. have to get merchants on board. <laughs> so um, as we as we meet with these merchants, we part of the pitch is like, join us for the mobile app, join us for Canada, join us for every country. And the beautiful thing about Groupon is that they are in like, probably like, I think 30 different countries. Mm -hmm. So like every time we land up a merchant like Groupon, um, we can go expand to different countries faster and better. Oh, cool. So so like, are we? Are you only in the United States right now? Or are there certain mm -hmm. countries where certain um, products are available via Lolly, like Groupon, for instance? We are US only officially. Mm -hmm. um, there are people that work around it and get creative. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we are US only uh, officially. And it's that's not like... If you're running a U.S. company, it is very tricky waters of like what you can do, where you can move money. Moving money overseas is like very tricky. Uh, you have to do it legally. Um, and we are a tiny startup. I think some people don't realize like how small of a company we are and how early stage we are. We mm -hmm. like we launched. We we launched with like three people, and people were like, "Win Europe, win Australia, like win Taiwan." Like Twitter's we, amazing, we, but uh, it can also be a pain yeah. in the ass sometimes because yeah, like Coinbase has been around for like nine years, like eight, eight years or whatever. Like we still suck. <laughs> so we 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 have we are like we've been around for a year and a half, and we're just getting started, and we are gonna go everywhere. Just like we're gonna follow Bitcoin's footsteps, but Bitcoin has like a ten year head start. <laughs> do you even buy Bitcoin anymore, or do you just uh, you just use Lolly? Uh, I, 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 I stack. Sats. <laughs> you don't have to. I stack that. sats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do let's do one more, and then uh, I think we'll call it a day. Casper Sam's Club. We talked about Sam's Club. Oh yeah, mattresses well, this weekend. It, you Huge know, sale with President's Day on Casper. Yeah, uh, what is it? They're at eight percent. Nine percent. Let's see what we got. Seven uh, percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're close. You're close. I think, I think a few. Lisa yeah. is at nine percent. So well, you know what? Today's uh, today's Valentine's Day. This probably won't drop for another week or two. But uh, one eight hundred flowers. Is that Bitcoin or not? 
Hmm. Um, let's say if it keeps your marriage together, then maybe it's Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <But. laughs> uh, I th- feel like there's like a tulip joke or pun there oh, shit, or right. something. Uh, I'll, I'll say, uh, that would be really rad if the, you guys set something up where like, if you buy tulips, you get like, I don't know, hundred percent, not hundred percent back, but you get like a lot more sats back. I, I like, I like, I mean, I personally use, um, them and, and urban stems. I got to diversify. Uh, those are two of our partners and yeah, I'll say, I'll say they're Bitcoin. I mean, if, if, uh, yeah, the, the iris is spreading, as I say, <laughs> and you guys in your puns, yeah. you run the Twitter account, right? Do you disclose no who comment. runs it? No, no comments. Comment. Yeah, All right. It's a collective effort. Fair. All right, folks. I think that's it. It's Friday. Time for a drink. Time to go. Uh, can I stack sats? Can I buy alcohol and stack sats? Um, yeah, you can. We have a lot of wine and spirits partners. Boom. I'm going to yeah, go. There you go. Be and single Postmates. and, uh, or Postmates in some booze and cry about my singleness. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we'll go out. Celebrate it. Celebrate my singleness. Yeah. All right, Alex, much appreciated for coming on the pod. We've got to have you on again when you have some more to share and, uh, keep stacking sats folks. Go use Lolly. Oh wait, where can we find you? Where should, where should people go? Tell them what to do. Yeah. Uh, we're try Lolly, um, on Twitter and lolly.com l-o-l-l-i.com and personally uh, alex edelman uh at twitter so hit me up uh dm's always open and let me know how i can be helpful let's let's uh let's move bitcoin forward love it thanks alex talk to you soon If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, consider leaving us a positive review, and sharing us with your friends. And if you'd like to earn interest on your Bitcoin, Tantra Labs has the highest performing return on debt in Bitcoin. To find out more about how we have delivered the highest return in the market, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter, Medium, or the contact link available in the show notes. Thanks for listening.